Mandalay Bay in Vegas for the start of Super Week. I can't believe, guys, that we are sitting here right now at a beautiful casino in the middle of Las Vegas, not just to watch a Super Bowl, not just to talk about a Super Bowl, but to literally have the Super Bowl happen in the city of Las Vegas. Times have changed. They're beautiful. And we get to reap the rewards as sports fans now. Oh, I cannot wait. I got to listen to Roger Goodell just a second ago. Be asked about whether there was a script. And, <laughs> Why are we doing and this And whether Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship was fake. <laughs> and, and what the impact of sports betting was. Yeah. He was squirming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely wild. But like you said, Nick, this is awesome, man. I mean, we're here for the Super Bowl. We're at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. Uh, Nick was up until 6.30 a.m. last night. No, I, I was, was not. There's oh, somebody man. else that was up till 6.30 a.m. I was in bed This at man 9 fell asleep. This was... guy fell asleep at like 9. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a, uh, <laughs> it was a good night. Uh, it's going to be a good week. We're going to go check out Bruno Mars. We're going to play some Super Bowl bets, some I, uh, prop bets. I forgot to buy tickets and it sold out. No, no way. i sorry, guys. I uh, saw that it was sold out it's today. It's sold out? It's, I saw that it was sold out. I completely, because you texted me about it, uh, and I was going to, and I was packing, and I had things going on, and I just forgot. So I'll wait for you guys to be done, and then we'll hang out, I guess. Yeah, we'll send you some, we'll send you some videos, some videos, I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get so You'll much FOMO. I love Bruno so Mars. Bright. So bright. Oh, sorry, Peach. Sorry. But you know what? Peach and I almost, Peach and I bonded yesterday. By, by the way, there was nobody, I, I'm very excited about yesterday. So when PJ and I yeah. we had the same flight here, right? We've all had our, uh, all, our, all had our travel experiences. Don't know if you guys have had the same uh, experiences that PJ and I went through yesterday. But first and foremost, there was nobody that was more excited to see the Pawn Stars Pawn Shop than PJ. To the point <laughs> where we walked, not from our resort, but down that way, all the way to it. And he was like a kid in a candy store. His eyes lit up. He was so excited to walk in. He was like, this is all I want to do, man. Can we go? And I was like, I got you. Yeah. You know, when you travel, you want to go have experiences. I'm all for that. We did a lot of walking yesterday, PJ. We got our steps in. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I woke up this morning. A little sore. My knee was barking at me. I was like, did I get old? What? Like, yes. How many yes. steps did you get in? I have to look. Definitely over 10,000. I can promise you that. It's crazy <laughs> how, how much steps you get. In Las Vegas and in an airport. It's yeah, like, it's so easy. Just, I didn't even think I did anything. 15,000 steps. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it was nothing. And plus also PJ was like, I don't want to get Uber. Let's walk. I'm like, okay. Then finally I said, okay, we're done now. Yeah. But we went and toured a couple different sports books. I will say this though. And I'm sure you guys all have stories, but I need to get this off my chest here. This is a therapy moment for me. Uh, we got an Uber driver that was a psychopath at one point. So, so we, yeah, he, he was sitting there talking to us and talking and talking. I'm like, hey, you should probably watch the road. But like, we were at a stoplight. And he kept talking. So I'm like, okay. All of a sudden, he just starts driving. Guys, driving in the middle of a red light. Like, it was already red. We stopped. And it's like he thought it turned green, but it didn't turn green. And he goes. And there is a truck and a car barreling across the road at us. And there's horns honking. And he goes, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I don't want to get in another accident. And I'm going, wait, you've done this before? He's like, yeah, I've been in like four accidents. I'm like, he's like, well, it wasn't really my fault. It was usually the other people. I'm like, you've been in multiple accidents. And you just ran, a, not even ran a red light. Like, it was red, and then you decided to just make it green in your imagination. So PJ and I thought we were going to die. We're here. We're good. PJ, I'm glad. Also, I'm glad that you sat in the middle seat on the plane because everybody likes to have somebody that's yeah got a, gives you a little space. Yeah. PJ gave me space. He, by the way, PJ, man right there. PJ, PJ sleeps like a little puppy. It's so cute. 
he just leans down on his on the tray table and he just he fell asleep for half the flight. You were adorable, PJ. Yeah, my hand fell asleep and I had a little <laughs> uh, a little scar on my head, but all that all that then you're good. So uh, yeah, it's been an eventful start in the first 24 hours here, but it is Vegas. Yeah, and uh, that's just the way that it goes, guys. Ryan uh, hit on a server for me. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, to say hey, she Forgot thinks you're. That. Good she thinks you're a good-looking guy. Good wingman. There you go. And, I have a good wingman. And then man. we just kind of like smiled at each other, like, okay. they didn't. N- neither of them took the ball and ran with it. <laughs> I, I thought I was helping out, you know. And you, then, you did the like have. He met my friend Ted and then walked yeah. away, like, yeah. You, but you didn't. What, so what happened? Nothing. Need, nothing. It was just. There was no connection, or you just weren't really. Was, into yeah, it? I think you got I mean, nervous. It was a very embarrassing moment. I will say that. Did you know that he was going to do that? No, I had no idea. Okay, so yeah, he caught you off guard then. We were just eating breakfast enchiladas, and Ryan was like, (laughs) she said you're very handsome. Uh, Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. What did he say? I think she wants your number. And he goes, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, whoa, there was, yeah. there's See, it's, it's Las Vegas. I was I thinking said, love uh, in the air. You know, okay. <laughs> Las yeah. Vegas is where you go to fall in love. And we all know that. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people come here to get married. <laughs> that's, that's true. Pretty I think that actually happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. People come here. They get married. Sometimes it works out. Most of the time, it does not. Hashtag people forget Britney Spears. Her first marriage was here. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag people forget Britney Spears actually follows me on Twitter. This is true. I've jumped in her DMs before. She never answers. Oh, though. that's unfortunate. Well, yeah. at least you tried. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So what are you guys on tonight? Oh, baby. My favorite bet tonight <laughs> is the Mavs money line against Philadelphia. Ooh. Philadelphia without MB, they are trash vomit. Um, they <laughs> trash lost, vomit? They lost to my Blazers by a million. They lost to the Nets. They lost to the Warriors. They barely beat the, the Jazz by three points. Of uh, Kyrie in. Luka in. Yeah. I think Luka is going to cook. I'm not messing around with the points. I'm taking the Mavs on the money line. That's my favorite bet. Line moved in the Clippers game from two to four and a half. So I didn't play around with the side there. I just took money line as well. I like the Clippers on the road. Everybody but Zubak is in. Mm-hmm. I think they were wondering whether there would be a, a Kawhi back-to-back sitting situation or a Harden or a PG, but no, all the big boys are in, all the stars are in, and I know the Hawks have been playing much better basketball, but I like the Clips on the second night of a back-to-back to still get the win. And then also, I like the Kings, plus five and a half on the road. Well, you always the, like the Kings. I always like Kings. the Kings. <laughs> Kings. And uh, I like them plus five and a half against the Cavs. Darius Garland's questionable. Jared Allen is questionable. So it's a little bit of a risk, like a late-night risk, hoping that maybe one or two of those one of two, or maybe even both are out. So all three of those together parlayed plus 400. Yeah, I like the Kings tonight, too. I bet the Kings, and I have uh, Virginia and College Hoops. Nice. That game's already going on right now. It's tied up at two. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites against Miami. And that's it for me. I uh, I lost my credit card last night. <laughs> How did you do to, it? I had to Zell Nick and borrow $500 from Nick. So <laughs> I can help. <laughs> hopefully I can find my card and get down some more money on some games this week. Or I'm going to have to uh, find a Chase Bank and figure out. Don't you have a lot of cash, though, from what po- my next move is? Poker? Yeah, I hit it up in my room. You and hit I it forgot in the safe and then down. you forgot to bring well, it. Well, I was on the phone for like 20. I've never lost my credit card before. Um, it's Be- a terrible. Vegas will do that to you, right? It's a terrible feeling. I, and you know what's funny? I don't think I lost it like last night. I think I lost it at breakfast this morning. You think so? It either yeah. fell oh, really? out of my pocket or I'm hoping that maybe like I just left the card there. But anyway, wife. 
very upset with yeah, me. Yeah, you're gonna get in trouble. And we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to bounce back here this week. You're gonna have to win money here and buy her something to make it feel better. Maybe I'll fly her out. We could uh, renew our vows out. There. <laughs> that, that might be good right now. She may not want to though. You may have to wait till the end of the week. Do they still have like those little chapels like that you just drive? You you know what I mean? Like in Las Vegas, there's like the drive-through like chapels. Pretty sure. Yeah, we went by the um the the Elvis Chapel. Yeah, that's right by the really? Pawn Stars Pawn Shop. Yeah, like the blue and white one that's been in a bunch of movies and everything. Pete, you want to get married? <laughs> to who? Me. Maybe. Oh, that would be so cute, guys. <laughs> That'd be adorable. Oh, I'd love to see it. That's to show how committed I am to this show. <laughs> there you go. I'm married to the fill-in producer and the host of Send It In. <laughs> Imagine if Pete went home. <laughs> And he's like, Mom, Dad, I'm married. I got married in Vegas. I went to Pawn Stars. To one of the hosts. And I got married. And we celebrated by going to the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay and put it all down, guys, on the Pelicans minus six and a half first half I like tonight. that. Yeah. yeah. They are. The Raptors have played three games in four nights. I love that. Five games on the road. Double OT. They, double OT last night, and they lost. Everybody played huge minutes. Pelicans are the second best team against the spread in the first half of games this year. So bet. I literally like ran over to the window because there's something to be said. Oh, guys. for a little cash. Just getting the getting the cash, but also the ticket. Yep. The paper ticket. Like I love the mobile betting. I love like everybody does. We know that that's the future, but there's yeah. something to be said when you're here or you're when we're back home at National Harbor or any of those to have those paper tickets and just hold it in your hand and say this is a winner right here. It just feels nostalgic. It's Vegas nostalgic. I think I'd lose less money when I'm on a cold streak if I had to go to the window every time because you <laughs> you're really more responsible. have to, yeah, you have to really sit with it, you know, Yeah. instead of just like check, 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 parlay plus 2200, $50 in. And then you're, you've done nothing but sit on your couch going to the window. You really do have to like sit in with the feeling of the losing. You give the cash right there. Yeah. You feel it come out of your wallet. And you know you'll never get it back unless you win. Well, no, you know you'll get it back because you'll have a positive that's mindset, that's Trista. That's true, that's true. And we want to start off great here. That's what matters. Ryan losing his credit card, I like to say, God, is sucks. actually a sign of good luck. Because now the really? bad is out of the way, yes. Yeah, you think so? You know, it's like when you get crapped on your head by a bird. Yeah. It's good luck. Is it? You got Yes, it's supposed to be good luck. I did not know that. Yeah. And, 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 and the funny thing is, is I've been so responsible since I've been here as well. I mean, You've sure. been here 24 hours. All right, right. <laughs> Sure. I played a little poker until 6.30 a.m., but you never, ever, ever leave the table when you're true. on a heater. That so is I couldn't, true. I kept looking at my phone, though, and I was like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., yeah. 4 a.m., and I'm like, nah, it's Vegas. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. But, man, like, I'm old, and, uh, yeah, I, I had a nice dinner last night with our good buddy Zach Gelb. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I Where'd you guys go? I got a tomahawk. We went to uh, Berries. Oh, it was, nice. It was really good, yeah. Got a nice tomahawk steak. Did you eat the whole tomahawk? I did. I Good ate the whole you. thing. I had steak for breakfast again this morning. I might eat nothing but steak. The nothing but steak. Week. Yeah. Just no all what? protein, baby. In Vegas, there are no rules, so you're fine. Yeah. You can. And, just... Oh, and we got to go in and out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Is yeah. there one somewhere in in the strip? It's like right outside. Yeah. Right outside. Yeah. There's one relatively close to us here, so yeah. that's that is a must. Though I will it's like say, a guys, team trip. I'm gonna say something that might be considered blasphemous. He it, doesn't like In and Out. In and Out is overrated. Compared to what though? Compared to Five Guys. Oh no. When, yes. Clip this. Yes. Kate, Kate, clip it, Kate. We clip need it, Kate. you to clip this. Yeah. Five guys over in and Five out. Five guys over in and out. I will stand on that hill. Right, P PJ's not in the Yeah, head. it's not a bad take. That's it my is, man. There you go. It's a rough take. Oh, no, it's really man. not. It is. Let me tell you something. Five guys is a true burger. I want a greasy, huge, just monstrous burger. Like not $35. Yeah. And listen, I in and out. There's the novelty of being out where it is. We don't have it on the East Coast. So you don't get it all the time. Yeah. 
if you do the whatever the animal style and all that, it's better. But you know what? It ain't five guys. Five guys is just better. I will say that and I will shout it from the mountaintops. Oh no. And PJ will be with me. Damn it. We will we will die on this hill together. Tristan, my do you like In N Out better or Whataburger? I like In N Out. Me too. I like See, I like Whataburger better. But I'm, the, I'm from the West Coast, and In-N-Out is something that yeah. came. And Burgerville, which is only in Oregon, Burgerville is a very underrated burger. Mm -hmm. Really good. If you ever Never fly into that. Portland, they have a they have a Tillamook cheese uh, oh, Burgerville burger. The best cheese, by Tillamook, the way. And the ice best. cream. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they serve it right up, and it's very cheap. No sales tax. I think I think <laughs> Burgerville is better than In-N-Out. But that's just. Damn, that's a take right yeah. there. Well, okay, but, but Burgerville see, higher than, but right. it's it's Burgerville. I've never had it, so I don't in know. In and it. out, and then it's like a real far drop off. To oh, like, to what about, like what five about? guys in Shake Shack? Oh, it's like way yeah. down, yeah, yeah, way down. White Castle, Ryan? Oh, White Castle's where it's at, Peach. Every time <laughs> I, feel I go like you're back a White home, Castle guy. Yeah, I do the uh, I do the crave case. Thirty hamburgers. I've never had White Castle ever. It's probably a good thing for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's delicious. Don't get well, me wrong, but it's terrible for you. Guys, if we're honest, All of them are none of this stuff is good for you. Right. No, that, that's no. not the point. Like, no. you know, we're coming out here to Vegas and the we're whole just point going on is vibes. To, right. We're just going with what makes us happy. You want to get a tomahawk? Get a tomahawk. There's a great pizza place, by the way, in the Aria where we're staying. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pizza's good. Mm -hmm. Had yeah. some great of that. Pizza. It's very, you know, so that's the thing. The food scene in Vegas does not get enough credit. No. People love to talk about New York. And yeah, New York's got great food. A lot of those little local spots, like, we love that. But, man, you get everything from all around the world right here and some of the best chefs in the world in Vegas. And it is just – I mean, I, I just – I planned – last week I treated my body like a temple, guys, so I could treat it like an amusement park this week, and that's exactly Same. what's going to happen. Same. Well, that's you always the, treat your body like an amusement park. That's so the way to do it right He treats his body like a cyclone. <laughs> like a cyclone. Yeah, I mean, even – hey, so far I've ate pretty healthy out here, though. Tomahawk steak. Yeah. Nothing of, but protein. We had some chicken there. and waffles yesterday. That's not that healthy. No, that isn't. That's but okay. it was so good. It was so delicious. It was so, so delicious. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. I love that we're just uh, broadcasting live from the sports book. I know. I, it, like, it really, like the setup here is just, I mean, I've been to Mandalay Bay before, but you know when you sit for a while and you look at, this is going to sound really corny, guys, but I'm willing to say it, the architecture. Yeah. Like I love how every place has like, not every place obviously here, but all the good places in Vegas have like, there's character. There's something unique about the setup for it. Yeah. Mandalay Bay just has this unique. I mean, this sports book is it's awesome. And it's just very it's not like they just slapped a bunch of walls together and said, here you go. And here's TVs like there's so much more to it. I, I you know what? I appreciate that stuff. That shows that I'm no longer 25 uh, and care about these types of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing. I think this is actually the first one of the first places I, I placed a wager when I came to Las Vegas, actually, Mandalay really? Bay. Yeah, this is where I bet Gonzaga to win the national championship. Now, unfortunately, they did not win the national championship. But uh, they, they didn't make it. We, we, we went all the way to the dance, and then they got beat. Man, I love it here, though. I mean, there's just there's some, something great about it, isn't it? Yeah. Something great. You know what the best thing about this week is going to be, too? We're not just going to have guests, you know, on video and hanging out, you know, on With a delay. phone. No, 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 no. Brad Evans in his usual spot, live here on set from Mandalay Bay next. It's BetMGM tonight. It's time for our hosting trifecta to take a break. We'll be right back with more on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas. This is BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network. 
And it's not just us. It's not just Trista. It's not just Ryan. It's not just Nick. But it's Brad Evans, live and in person, not on a screen. Yeah, we don't look at a little monitor. No, 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 no. He's got the money jacket. You are yeah, just, baby. You are, you are living the Vegas life. You are Vegas as a person right now. Yeah, no lie. I'm going to go to Javier's inside Aria immediately following this interview. Mm -hmm. And the tequila is going to begin flowing. Yeah. Let's go. So, has it already begun flowing? Uh, yeah. I mean, on, on this show, yeah. you should be. There, there is no rules on this show. So. It's late. And we're cozy. So, I mean, we, yeah. we couldn't lie, really. No, yeah. no. Well, you know I got saying? a bottle on the table right now. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I want to show it. You're going to pass that around or you're just going to keep it for yourself? Uh, all for me. Okay. okay fair enough. All for me. <laughs> All right, so Super Bowl, we have two weeks to talk about this, a whole other week. But at this point, most people have a lot of, you know, a lot of the props, a lot of, like, if you like your overs, it was the time to get them in. Yep. We're a week away now. Do you feel any different about anything that you felt a week ago, whether it's a prop, whether it's a side, whether it's anything in this game? Because when we talked last week, right, this this game just feels like it has the opportunity to come down to the last possession. It does, and I've been wavering on the total, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know what the number is as of today. It's like 47, 47 and a half, somewhere yes. around there. Yep. Uh, 47 and a half. It really hasn't moved at all. No, it hasn't budged. Uh, you know, right now, you know, initially it was like, oh, over, over, and over again. Uh, you know, points shall be plentiful in this game, given the shortcomings of the San Francisco defense as our number 23 and overall EPA D since week 12 and we saw them on the struggle bus against Detroit mm -hmm. you know they got absolutely annihilated on the ground for a buck 33 in that first half and when you got a guy and I love him uh, Isaiah Pacheco the punisher I call him and his violent <laughs> downhill running style a guy that was a uh, you know way up there in the leaderboard in terms of yak per attempt mm -hmm. and total missed tackles forced he is going to be an x-factor in this game especially with Kansas City really galvanizing on both sides of the football. So, you know, I, I still have a slight overlean, but if you're going to twist my arm and convince me of the under, that's how close I believe that total yeah. is going to really pan out in the end. The initial line was three, Kansas City plus three. Yeah. That immediately got bet to a pick mm -hmm. to one, and then now back up to two. To me, Brad, it feels like folly to assume mm. that Good word. Patrick Mahomes, word. thank you. I'm a, you know, a bit of a dictionary. You're a linguist, if you dictionary. will. Yeah, linguist. Merriam-Webster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it feels like folly to bet against Patrick Mahomes in yep. this spot. Yep. Especially, like you said, Niners run defense has been not very good Trash. over the playoffs. Uh, how do you see this one breaking down? And isn't it crazy to you that you could get the Chiefs still at plus money? Yeah, and I, I was asking some folks uh, at BetMGM, why is that exactly? Um, you know, and you have a, a very wide disparity right now in the spread tickets, 73-27. Uh, and was the uh, you know last I saw the split in this game in the overall ticket action. And that's 73 siding with Kansas City. But the house still needs KC to win. Yeah. And the reason being is because the futures market, you yeah. know, proximity to San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what the Niners were at kickoff in, in August. What, 12 to 1, maybe 15 to 1? Ryan knows. Uh, yeah, 12. Was a, yeah. Hey, great guess, Evans. Yeah. Way to go. Way That's to pull one man, out of Brad. your keister. That's why you're the freaking man. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, you know, they had so much action on that. Yeah. And obviously, the, with the handle being enormously high and the exponential payout that is involved with it, that's why the house wants Kansas City. And the public's like, hell yeah, we want Kansas City. Yeah. And I have my hand up uh, for a reason because I am Joe Public. I immediately slammed the money line on KC when that line opened. I got a plus 125. It cascaded down to a point where it's like plus 100. And then it snapped back with people then buying back on San Francisco. Mm. But I can't fade Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 
you're uh, you know part of Looney Tunes. Uh, you're Tweety Bird, uh, part of that tribe. If you are betting against them in this game, and again, given the issues defensively that San Francisco has had, how could you feel confident in the Gold Panthers right now? Uh, they're playing with Pyrite, not in anything twenty-four. Oh, characters. so much vocabulary for this one. <laughs> words. Uh, writer of the year six <laughs> times. Thank you very much. People forget. Brad, all right, so, um, you know, you bring up, like, the public. Obviously, everybody's going to like Travis Kelsey probably in this game, his props. Uh, are you staying away from Kelsey? Are you doing anything in any time? Touchdown, receiving yards, receptions? He caught all 11 of his targets again last week. Dude's just ridiculous. Yeah, I got two uh, props already wagered on. One, any time touchdown. I got a plus money straight out of the gate. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I had to, like, rub my eyes once, twice, do a, uh, you know, triple take, quadruple take at the computer screen. It was real. And, my God, was it spectacular because yeah. he has definitely done a cannonball splash in the fountain of youth, uh, Juan Ponce de Leon style for you uh, history majors in attendance. <laughs> a Seinfeld reference and that. All well, right, yeah, I, I didn't know it was a Seinfeld reference. I have a history degree, so I actually got to use that once. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I digress. The other bet I love for him uh, is to lead this game in receiving yards. And, you know, you saw last week Detroit, uh, the, the leader overall receiving yards in the game was Sam Laporta. And again, it's, it, it's just given the illnesses that we are all witnessing unfolding on the screen with the San Francisco defense. You got a guy that just exploits zone coverage, can beat you in man and high point situations. And Travis Kelsey, certain someone's going to be in the stands for added motivation. He's going to get probably 10 to 12 targets in this game, mm -hmm. and he could exceed 100 yards. So I like that bet at BetMGM plus 275 on yeah, is that. it Kells? Or Kelsey, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Basically, it's actually Travis name. Swift. Were, no, he changed his name. I actually, I just listened to I listened to the podcast with him and his brother, and so he goes by Kels, but Jason hates it. He goes by Kelsey, and I guess the dad <laughs> like completely hates it. I, I love those guys, man. They are you do so, love that They are podcast. so Midwest. They call soda pop. Shout out to me. Uh, Shout out to me. And yeah. they look great with their shirt off. Yeah. Especially both Jason. Them, yeah, they do. And then you get bobbleheads when you do it, too. Oh, fantastic. You know? I mean, there's, there's just nothing better than that. I'm hey, envious. How much of an issue do you think the Chiefs' pass rush is going to be for Brock Purdy? Significant. Yeah. Uh, you know, the pressure that they can apply, and that's that's the thing that a lot of people think are overlooking, is the ascension. There's another fancy word. Trying to smell there, Trista. It's like a C+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> Now you guys are going to compete to see who can pull out the best word. I can't wait to see oh, these yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I stand no chance of this yeah. guy. She's going to blow my mind. Even even right. even her right. uh, but the, the rise of this defense, in, in my estimation, has been a turning point moment for Kansas City. You know, they got trucked in the trenches. Uh, over the second half of the season, largely, they were down there in the EPA data ring. So you saw with the eye test as well, they've rectified that issue. They've really tightened up. And on the back end as well, I mean, Legereus Seed has been unreal. McDuffie has been a shutdown guy in his own right. Uh, you know, they're going to, you know, turn up the heat uh, and really collapse a lot of pockets. So I like, kind of like Purdy on the over rush yards. And I grabbed that immediately. Yes. Bet MGM went open 11 and a half. It's up to 12 and a half now yeah. because he's got to be flushed out. Kansas City, remember, in the regular season was number two, numero dos, in pocket pressure rate. So they're really going to turn up the heat. You mentioned that back end being so just – just like dominant and you talk yep. about unders everything's been bet up over the course of the last week oh, of course which receiver unders for the Niners do you like the most yeah looking at probably Brandon Ayuk now what scares me uh you know to 61 my core and 61 and a half yeah it's a little high is uh, you know the fact that he is a chunk gainer extraordinaire 
So, you know, he was the Yak King at Arizona State that's transferred the NFL quite nicely and seamlessly. And a guy that was way up there at ADOT. He was way up there in yards per target. Come on, Virginia. He was way up <laughs> there in yards per catch. Again, I'm a college basketball degenerate. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a guy that can certainly make the big plays that will obviously eat into that number and make me look like a dunce in the process. But, again, I just think this Kansas City defense – is bringing their A game, and it may be like, uh, you know, Christmas Story A plus, 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 plus type of game, and NIU largely gets shut what down. What about Kittle, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, see, that's a guy that could stand a benefit. I think in the intermediate and short-range pass game, you could see a lot of George Kittle in those scenarios, and he's such an incredible beast after the catch and serves when he game with that yak. Uh, same story with Christian McCaffrey. You know, I would love to bet on the over Christian McCaffrey receptions. I have actually done that. I may even look in the alt markets on the receiving yards. This could be like a 50-60 kind of receiving yard game for CMC, mm -hmm. especially, let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together. <laughs> if Kansas City does mount a sizable lead and it's catch-up in the second half for San Francisco, which I feel is entirely on the table. So, Brad, uh, you brought up Travis Kelsey. Any other player props you like from Kansas City's standpoint, like on the offensive side of the ball, Pacheco, anybody else that you're going to do? Oh, here's with? a wild card. I got two of them for you. Uh, one, signature bets at BetMGM. I can't believe this is still up. I can't believe it's uh, on the over at minus 105. It's a little bit lighter juice. Okay. MVS, all right, he's probably going to catch like one or two balls, yeah. right? And, most, and he's, he's really turned his season around here in the postseason because he had a devastating case of the dropsies. You want to want to trust him pulling out the turkey on Thanksgiving yeah. in the regular season. Uh, but, you know, he caught some tough passes that one at the end of the game last week was exceptional. His over on the first reception at BetMGM, 12 and a half yards. That's it. Makes no sense. He averaged 15 yards per catch in the regular season. His A dot was number two among all eligible wide receivers in the regular season. Why? All the dude does is run streak routes. Yeah. So if he's yep. going to catch a ball, I think it's going to go for at least 13 yards. So I like that one quite a bit. And uh, I, I love kicker props. I don't know why. I hate kickers <laughs> in fantasy. Yeah. But I like betting on yeah, them. Harrison Bucker. Yes. I'm taking the over. Yep. Two and a half PATs. Ooh. And that's a plus 110. He is an impeccable 38 for 38 on PATs this year. Yeah, San Francisco in the regular season, a lot of the second fewest PATs. Uh, and hopefully I'm not going to get screwed over by a, a late game, uh, you know, two-point conversion needed. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'll get seduced by the juice there, your favorite phrase <laughs> that sometimes To reduce the juice. Amen, sister, at plus 110, a bucker hitting those three PATs. Are you ever in on the, uh, like, coin toss, the Gatorade color, those types of props? Uh, no, because I am a sane individual. Now, is it I hate, like, I can't do it. I well, really, because it's just, I feel like I'm throwing, it's hard enough. I feel like I'm throwing money away. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to like sprinkle some small unit action yeah, on that yeah. and you want to have like, I, I have a dozen ticket uh, tickets open right oh, now, yeah. admittedly. Yeah. I'll probably finish with like 15 or 20 yep. and will not be on those markets. Gatorade, I don't give a crap about, yeah. uh, you know, coin toss. Yeah. It's fun because I need that instant gratification. <laughs> Look, I'm 45 freaking years old, man. I've seen it all. I've been there. I don't need the instant gratification. I want to just like, slow jam my way put a little jody see <laughs> the background yeah. and then we'll or, or usher oh, there you go or usher he's got moves which uh i do not possess oh boy i do want to shift really quickly to college basketball because you have said that you're a college basketball go virginia multiple <laughs> times i have put i waited a little longer than i wanted to 
and I was a little scared. I I gave UConn twenty to one out early on in the season. I ended up taking them eleven to one. So it's I'm I'm a bet. little late to the party. But to in your estimation, Brad, who has impressed you the most? Well, there are a number of teams, and I, I will say this. Let me preface it this way. I have been capping by you know my low minus EV standard, uh, the college basketball probably for like 10 years now. And I'm a bracketologist. I, I watch, I scout, I cover the game. I love it as much as my children. Don't tell my children. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this year has been so wacky, wild, and woolly uh, because Whoa. of NIL, the transfer portal, mm -hmm. and how old teams are. Uh, my buddy Stephen Bardo, uh, you know, calls games the Big Ten Network. He goes, that dude can go buy his own liquor. You know, you look at Greg Godin. He could buy his own liquor when he was 19, but he looked like he was 45. <laughs> Every team has Greg Godin. Yeah, everybody has, uh, you know, very old teams. Guys are 25, 26 on roster, and they're congealing, and it's so difficult to predict, you know, whether a, a team that's supposed to win at home falters or, you know, supposed to falter on the road but wins. It's, it's just wild and woolly. I like Tennessee a lot. Uh, I like Houston a lot, even though they got their butts handed to them yeah, at they KU. Did. But they're such a hard team to prep for in a quick turnaround in the NCAA tournament setting. Uh, and uh, I'm going to try to bury my uh, you know bias as much as I can. But Illinois, guys, is constructed probably the best ever in the Underwood era to make a deep running NCAA tournament because you got Coleman Hawkins who can play literally a position on the floor. Mm -hmm. uh, they have size, they have athleticism, and they have – when their offense is on, elite skills. And Marcus Domask has got old school game. He just gets buckets. So that's a team I think could be, you know, in the in the market like 25 to 1, 30 to 1, an outside team that can be working their way in the national title conversation. I like that a lot. Brad, we still got about like uh, 90 seconds here. Anything sure. else that you like for the Super Bowl or even the night college hoops? I know it's not a huge slate. Uh, it isn't, but we have the Sunflower State showdown between Ooh. Kansas and Kansas State. I was talking to Doug Gottlieb on Radio Row, and Gottlieb's like, brother, take Kansas State. I'm like, Doug, they can't shoot. Yeah. Why on earth am I going to take uh, – and why am I going to be a member of the, the Tang Gang when their EFG oh, offense at home is number 253 right now in college basketball? What I do like in the game is the under. Okay. Because, A, Kansas State can't shoot. Kansas is due for a massive letdown because they were molten lava – freaking hot yeah. against Houston that last game. They're on the road rivalry game. And Kansas State's uh, adjusted tempo is at 243. They're a much slower team this year. So I think it's going to be a slow grind like me on a brass pole later on here in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, that I would pay a lot of money to see. Same. I'm not going to lie. Hot. He yeah. don't see nothing wrong. Just took a couple of classes, and then there you go. You're an can, expert. Can we now. sing R. Kelly right now? <laughs> I don't know. No. That's a, yeah, I don't know if we I can. Don't know. Only on New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's the rule. <laughs> Only on New Year's Eve in Vegas. But you can still get away with Michael Jackson, so I don't, I don't know what okay. the rules hey, are. Hey, yeah, there's trade-offs. There's trade-offs. Hey, how crazy is it, though, when we really think about this now? We are sitting in a sports book in Las Vegas before the Super Bowl is played in Vegas. It's, it's outstanding. And it, God. Look, it's quiet here yeah. in the book. Calm before the storm. Oh, yeah. And the calm before the storm for me at Javier's at the Aria because I'm going to slam some tequila, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I Actually, you know what? We'll be back there after the show, so we'll just uh, oh, come, come on, on and catch up. That's where we're staying, so yeah, it's going to be perfect. Might yeah. be shirtless. Yeah, I mean, we would encourage that. We'll get you a bobblehead if you're shirtless, too. How about that? It'll be perfect. I'm in. I'd rather have the Brad Evans one anyway. So there he is, Brad Evans, live on set. It's BetMGM Tonight, live in Vegas.
BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. All week, you better you bet, and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. I mean, pretty easy for me. Like, I'm going to stick to my routine as best I can. And, you know, there's, we're busting to, you know, UNLV or, uh, you know, going to, you know, whatever media stuff. We have, you know, obligations, that stuff. But, I mean, my message to everybody is just stick to your routine. We've done as best you can. If you wake up at a certain time, continue to wake up at that certain time. Wednesday, if after practice you, you know, do some body maintenance and you go home, you sit on your couch and watch TV, hey, why change it up? Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, this is Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Well, George Kittle and the 49ers offense probably don't have to change anything with their routine. The defense might be a different story, though, after Steve Wilkes, I mean, just ripped him. Ripped yeah. him in his press conference and has been, that has really been the story. As you mentioned it before, Trista, that, that defense has been, I think, as you said, boo-boo in yep. the playoffs for Tra- the San Francisco. Trash vomit. Yeah, trash vomit was the other one, which yeah. I'm still trying to picture what trash vomit is. I don't. I have ideas, think but about, I can't be good. Think that about doesn't eating, sound good. Eating out of a dumpster and then getting oh. so sick that you throw it up. That sounds really, that's, that's what really that gross. That's what the Niners defenses. Been, yeah, that's <laughs> the Niners defenses. God, I got a visual that I don't know if I need, but it's there. Not it's going there. away now. It's been crazy how, like, old eggs. The, the pass rush with Nick Bosa. You know, Nick Bosa had a down year, yeah. according to his, like, for his standards. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Chase Young pickup. Man, he's. I'm so glad we got rid of him. Yeah, in what a great move by the oh, Commanders to move on from Chase. Yeah, like two good games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has one move. He can't shed blockers, and he just doesn't show any level of consistency whatsoever. And it actually is insanely frustrating because I can remember that year and how excited everybody was when they were getting closer and closer to the number two pick because we knew that would be Chase Young, and the yeah. guy's a local guy. And then here we are. So, again, things are different, though. Uh, but my team has never been able to have nice things for a long, long time. 49ers fans obviously have it a little bit different now. You know, it's, it's like I, I feel like this is one of those games. I mentioned it to Brad. Like, it doesn't it just have that feel of this comes down to the last possession? This comes down to a field goal? It's why field goal props do make a lot more sense this time around. And we've looked at this spread. It's never been more than a field goal. And it hasn't been that way since it opened at Chiefs plus three. So we're kind of looking at something that just has that. It has at least, and even if you take the betting side out of it, like it could be an all-timer if everybody plays up to the level that we obviously expect them to in this game. I hope so. It does feel to me, though, like there is also the potential, and I know Ryan has the futures on the Niners, so it's sort of clouding his analysis a little because he he's invested in that. Yeah. But it does feel like yeah. Kansas City's defense – has just been wrecking shop on every single team that they've played so far in the playoffs. The way that they made the Ravens look, the way that they made the Bills look, where they basically had to have Josh Allen run the ball for 55 yards in order to really keep that thing close. Those were both very low-scoring games. It feels like it's going to be hard for San Francisco to get points, even though their offense has been quite potent all year long. And then I can see Kansas City finding a way to push on the parts of the defense for the Niners that are very vulnerable, a.k.a. giving the ball to Isaiah Pacheco and then and then kind of opening up play action and Patrick Mahomes running as well. And then there's a, there's a slight, slight – I have Kansas City minus seven, plus mm. 320. Ooh. So that's how I Ooh. see it potentially – I don't think that's like – Someone loves the Chiefs over here. I love the Chiefs this this year. I love the Chiefs. Minus 7, plus 320. Didn't get the best of the numbers. Shop around. 
But I can see it ending up being close for most of the game and then ending up being, you know, a touchdown or more. Yeah. I mean, like on paper, the Niners all season long have looked like the best team in the NFC for sure. Mm -hmm. But they have some issues, right? The interior of their offensive line. Pretty much everybody other than Trent Williams is an issue on that offensive line. But, you know, nobody's really uh, noticed or paid attention this season because Brock Purdy's getting rid of the ball so quickly because of Kyle Shanahan's, you know, the, the run game stuff. McCaffrey's so damn good. But um, like Kansas City, even though it, they led the league in drops and whatnot, and they don't have a star wide receiver other than like Rasheed Rice, who's a, who's a rookie. I would argue maybe. This and would is you the even most... consider him a star? No, right? no, he's a good receiver, but we're not but like like that's not really a number one on a Super Bowl winning team. This might be the most complete team that Mahomes has had, though. Like yes. the offensive line has always yeah. been really good in Kansas City. Um, he hasn't been touched barely at all. That defense, like yes, they just. Like, they turn the switch on when they get to the playoffs. It's kind of like on the offense, right? Like, if you listen to the Travis Kelsey podcast, the Great Heights podcast, that's even what he says. He's like, yep, we're getting right at the right time. MBS, making plays at the right time. But, like, everybody just has a role on that team. You know what I mean? And if you give Andy Reid extra time to prepare, even for a team like San Francisco, he's always going to have a near-perfect game plan. And now that they've, like, taken away some of the control from Matt Nagy, because if you're watching Mahomes at the line of scrimmage, you could tell – like, it's more the Pat offense now, not that Matt Nagy nonsense. You know, it's interesting that you bring up kind of taking away some of that from Matt Nagy. Yeah. You know who's a free agent offensive coordinator? Matt Nagy. Eric Bieniemy. Oh, yeah. Washington's Ooh. not retaining him. Yeah. Obviously, because Cliff Kingsbury is now the new offensive coordinator in Washington. And they did say today, Dan Quinn's introductory press conference today with the commanders, he said, yeah, like, it was, we knew, we met, we knew that it wasn't going to work. They have different philosophies, I guess, whatever. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if the enemy's right back in Kansas City next yeah. year. They yeah. go and draft a wide receiver. They sign somebody big like a Mike Evans in free agency. Yeah. And that Kansas City team then has the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. I mean, think about it for years. We would talk about how much of a liability Kansas City's defense was. And now it's become the strength, yeah. especially that pass rush. If they're able to just add one or two more receivers that you can count on consistently with Rasheed Rice, if Travis Kelsey does decide to come back and doesn't ride off into the sunset, which could be a possibility, I mean, this Chiefs team is maybe right back in the Super Bowl again next year. Yeah. I mean, would you be shocked, man? Like, they're the new Patriots. I yeah, think they're going to at least be in the AFC championship game every year. Every year. Because Pat Mahomes is that dude. I hate to be like a name dropper, but last night we went to dinner and mm -hmm. Brian McFadden was there. Mm -hmm. And I was, of course, talking about Lamar because I love Lamar. And I'm like... You know, what the hell were the Ravens doing? What was that game plan? Why didn't you run the ball against Kansas City? And his take was, man, Lamar's just not a gamer. Pat is the mm -hmm. ultimate gamer. He's wow. the, he's the new take. Tom Brady. But, yeah, and this was the year to get Kansas City. You know what this I mean? Was the yeah. year that they yeah. were down. Buffalo yeah. had the best chance. If they didn't, if Josh Allen didn't just give the ball, you know, just try to go to the end zone on that second and nine, third and nine look, yeah. and then just dump it down to Stephon Diggs, who was wide open, no one near him, and just run the clock all the way and score then, like that was the only shot really that anyone had. It felt yeah. like Baltimore, even though it was close, never really felt super close. Mahomes is Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, he's he's Tom Brady. He's Michael Jordan. In my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. I don't care like what people on Instagram say because of the Super Bowl rings. Like he has more wins before he hit 30 than any quarterback in league history. What well, does he have, 14 playoff wins now? That is insane, dude. Again, people people using titles as the ultimate end-all, be-all argument for any player is lazy. Yeah. It's just lazy. It's part of the conversation, but it's not 
the end all be all. It's not the peak of the conversation. But yeah, like if you look at where we are now, right? This was the first time coming in this when you say like, oh yeah, this was the, the one chance teams had to get after the Chiefs. I mean, everybody felt that this was the year where you say, you know, you never count out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but maybe this year you actually, and then here they are right back where, they, where they've always been, AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl. And you just realize that there are certain teams that also like, it starts with the culture. We talk about heat culture. Well, there's a reason why you have somebody like Kansas City just find ways to turn that up a notch or three notches or whatever, how many notches you want it to be once you get to these important games in the playoffs. And that's where they are. And they've now just realized too, Here's the guys that we can count on. Isaiah Pacheco is one of them. By the way, one of the most bet player props over on his rushing yards. Second most only behind Brock Purdy and his rushing yards. The over there yeah. at Bet MGMs. I know. I'm on yeah. that too. But again, the public can be right. It's okay. I don't care if a lot of people are on that. Yeah. I like Brock Purdy and his rushing yards. I've loved Pacheco all through the playoffs. Attempts is another one. That went up to 16 and a half. It had been 14 and a half the last couple of weeks. But you count on these guys because you know this is a group of of players that understand what's at stake and they've got a culture that backs up all of that yeah and you're right like that's just an a, a team that they kind of remind me not in the sense of who they're going to be after this year because the warriors this year and last year not very good yeah. but it kind of feels like the 2022 warriors team mm -hmm. where you're like is this is this the year where like they're finally dead like is this the year where and they've got dysfunction in the beginning of the year they're low on the power ratings all the pundits are down on them. Yeah. Why won't they get Steph some help? Is Steve Kerr the right coach? Et cetera, et cetera. Is Andy Reid going to retire? <laughs> Is Patrick – why don't we could get still Patrick, happen. Yeah, I mean, could. What if he did after all this? Patrick Mahomes, why won't he get? we give him help? There was a lot of Steph-Patrick Mahomes comparisons. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then in 2022, the Warriors won the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's what makes Pat so good. Like this year, man, your best rookie – or your best receivers are rookie. You know, Travis Kelsey's always going to be Travis Kelsey when we get to the playoffs and be awesome. But – um. Like, what he's done this year has been pretty damn remarkable. And like you said, Nick, they're probably only going to get better next year. What if they go out and they get a Mike Evans? You know, or what if they go out and they and they get like a T. Higgins, another a number one wide receiver for Mahomes? It's, uh, again, it's an organization that understands they can win with a lower level of talent. Yeah. But you also have to keep your quarterback happy. And I think that's really important. Like, I did the show with Sean Levine on Friday, obviously, in Kansas City. Kansas City fan, but also, you know, covers the team. And I was like... Well, the Chiefs were really arrogant coming into this year, thinking they could just win without really any number one receiver. Problem is, and when you got to the playoffs, they won without a true number yeah. one receiver. So it's like you kind of have it both ways with them where, yeah, it wasn't the best approach, but they still made it work once they got to the playoffs. And you got Travis Kelsey, obviously, who turns it up in the playoffs and is the most bet touchdown prop that there is. And Nobody should be surprised. They're spending now. money on uh, the dominant defense. Yep. Right? So, and, you know, Chris Jones, how much is he going to – command so yeah. that's going to be really interesting yeah he's so damn good though chris mm -hmm. jones obviously like rushing the quarterback but in the playoffs just becomes like a different dude against the run and you know like when spags gonna get a head coaching look we talked about like mike mcdonald obviously dan quinn it's crazy that spags doesn't ever get any looks right does he want to be a head coach maybe he just yeah Some i mean guys like, just why, don't why would you want to leave Kansas <laughs> ben City? johnson clearly doesn't want to be a head coach yeah why there's no reason. Like, if you're gifted Patrick Mahomes, I would never leave him, you know? Yeah, I mean, there there are certain points where, like, you know, like somebody can get to a certain level, but you know that, like, there's a bigger picture if you're a head coach versus just work, calling defensive plays or offensive plays or just managing one side of the football. So, I mean, you also have it, like, 
you're in a really good spot in Kansas City. Yeah. Like for everybody, you know, that's as long as Andy Reid is there, you're going to have a team with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid that now every single year, and I'll never do it again. I will never count out Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I I'd rather. Will. I don't think I can. <laughs> I, I don't think will. I can anymore. If they did it with this team then and that offense, then. But when it's October or November. Oh, I mean playoffs. Oh, God. I mean it. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular season. Yeah. yeah. Listen, they had some bad losses this year. They lost to the Raiders. They had that ugly loss where they only scored nine points against the Broncos. And that was when we really sat there going, oh. Like that Broncos loss, I remember. Yep. We sat on this show and went, like, the Chiefs may actually be in trouble this year. They lost week one to the Lions at home. Well, but the Lions, though, at least that's that's a quality loss. Yeah, it's it the is. Lions. So, but they just they find ways. They are the the uh, the Jimmy Butler of the NFL. That's, and that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler turns back the clock. It just doesn't seem to matter once you actually get to the playoffs. Ten nine Warriors over the Nets right now. Five thirty seven to go in the first. We're live from Vegas. Bet MGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.